We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Most valuable player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis trailing the lob. Oh. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Two seconds. Middleton. Yes! Chris Middleton. Nice jumper. Got it. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Hey there. Welcome to the Shemi. I mean, the Eurostep Podcast Network crossover pod on a beautiful Thursday morning. We've got the whole gang here, myself, Ty Windish, my co-host, the indubitable Rohan Kadi. We've got uh, – I don't have an adjective for Adam. He's going to be upset. We After an adjective choice for Rohan, I'll pass. You know, adjectives are a nighttime thing for me. We also have Jordan Tresky on the pod. Um, we've got a lot to talk about. The Cron, if you're watching on YouTube, has a few topics. But we really – just a lot of a lot of Buck stuff going on, a lot swirling. So – Welcome, guys. What should we talk about first? Is it really a beautiful morning? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's really, really rainy. It's, it's, it's really <laughs> rainy. Yeah, it's ra- it's raining in Oshkosh. It's kind of cold, and but we're all I together. Just looked so. out my window, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't that great." But yeah, you're right. We're all together, yeah. so it is a beautiful morning. What do we want to start talking about? I don't know. I'm afraid to make suggestions. Jordan. Well, we're coming off a loss to the Timberwolves, a real howler, as Rowan Caddy. <laughs> oh, I'm proud of that one. Make sure you subscribe to, to the Substack. Yes. Let's talk about Shammy. Let's just yeah, let's do it. Like, Obviously, that was that dominated our last podcast somehow. Can I pull? Can I pull back the curtain here? I think it's a board. Oh. So. We've a group chat where, you know, we talk about podcast things. But before we start recording, Ty put in, you know, kind of mapped out some talking points for the pod, make sure everyone's okay with them. I noticed something, someone was missing, you know, considering it was the predominant talking point of our last episode. There was no mention of Shami Ojale, who made his book stadium. So I, I just, you know, jokingly, I put in a Shami Ojale gif. And it's I got it. Ron, you're my witness. I got obliterated. Oh, okay. it's a, it's a very sensitive okay. topic right now. So that's when Ty's like, what do we want to start the pod by talking about there? That's, that's why there's silence. You know, it's because is this a safe place? I don't know. The, the norms for debate and discourse have changed. This is the same culture that says Doc Rivers obliterated Ben Simmons. No, he didn't. I didn't obliterate Adam. Doc didn't obliterate Ben. 
Joel did, but it took him a while to do it. At first, I don't know. Um, on a scale of one to ten for Ty, was it hostile? It was. It was very hostile for Ty. Ty is a very uh, he's a he's a you touched the third rail. I I broke I broke the rule we established on the last podcast, which is tweet but don't read tweets. And I read a bunch of tweets. I'm I'm done with the Shemi era. Get Shemi out of here. Shemi's a bum. Don't play another minute in Milwaukee. Blah blah blah. I'm not buying into that. But yes, we can that's talk about. That's all dumb. We all we all agree yeah. that's nonsense. Like uh, okay. and. That's what when I'm saying to talk about Shemi, I don't I don't have any take like that. Was he good? No. no Does it really mean bad. anything? No, it doesn't mean anything. Um, I, I don't think it changes how I felt in the last episode of Rohan felt or how you felt, Ty. Jordan was not on the last episode, but I'm sure Jordan let me guess, know, let me perfectly guess right down the middle. Yeah, let me guess Jordan's Shemi take. <laughs> could see it um, could see it not. Reserving it's- judgment. Reserving judgment is exactly <laughs> here we go. Um, uh, I, I, the one thing I thought was interesting. Okay, so he went oh five from deep. There was some kind of rumblings of oh look, he went out and he shot it. I, I even think Giannis kind of made reference to that as a positive. He shot three times his first two minutes, and then he got pretty shy about it. Yeah. So don't let the three misses discourage you. Just keep going. Like that's what you're going to be there. I think for his first game, the thing that caught my eye, without even being on the lookout for it, so if I was to go back and watch again, there may be some more instances. Not sure entirely that he had the spacing down. I think a few times where he could have been to the dunker spot, he was in the corner, and vice versa, just a little bit of confusion. Um, and I guess that's natural because he sat out what would have been time for him to kind of bed in and learn some stuff. So not great all around. My biggest takeaway is just it's going to be interesting to watch him continue to adjust to it because I, I didn't feel like he's really on the same page as any of the other guys. I, I think a lot of the new players have kind of got it down. Whether they're personally playing well yet is a different question. But I, I think that they at least look like they've got a feel for for what the books are going to do. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. I, I do just in the way he plays, I do have questions over what his position is, what his style is. Maybe he is kind of getting to a point in his career where he could be reworked into more of a big. His rebounding was both both sides not good, like kind of flailing arms. So that would concern me. But I am I'm interested to see how that unfolds. I mean, the best play of the night for him is obviously his incredible save and also play trying himself on the ground. At the same time, I do not want to encourage him to just plant face first. That was like, rough. He, I thought he would have left sicko. the game after I, that. I, he probably should have left the game, no, but you just don't it. see anyone very often be like, oh, I'm just going to face plans to get this. Like, no even it's slight like thought Rodman. of extending something to, you know, soften the, the fall. So that's, they're my Shemi takes. That's all I want to talk about. I hope I, hope I haven't kind of rocked the apple cart. I think Shemi and Thanasis are going to be best friends after that. Like, I feel like T.A. was watching that play. I think he, I think he's maybe actually the one who Shemi threw the ball to. I can't remember. But he was like, that. that's what we need more of on this team and in this world, is what I imagine T.A. saying when he saw that happen. But, yeah, no, it was bad. For me, what, what, what broke my spirit yesterday and elicited my heated response this morning the fact that he also went 0 for 2 from free throw, it just killed me. Yeah, I was like, you missed five threes, you missed five threes, whatever. Everyone's missed five threes. Um, getting to the line was good. Missing them both was bad. The save was good. He had only one rebound. It was offensive. Certainly needs to do better there. But I agree on the not being – for me, it actually the opposite stuck out more. 
Like there was a point when he just kind of like floated into the dunker spot, but there was already a few guys there. And it's like, no, this is not the time for the dunker spot. There's too much TA's traffic. territory. That is certainly TA's territory. Um, the TA would never go 0 for 5 from deep. I lied when I said we've all, everyone's gone 5 for 5. 0 for 5, excuse me. Maybe in, maybe in one of the starts when no one else is around. But uh, yeah, it wasn't great. And I certainly hope he looks better next time. But I think this is a pattern we're seeing with all the guys who haven't played in a while and then get back into action. Rodney Hood looked awful in his first game. I thought he actually looked quite good in this game. He was probably one of the Bucks' three, four best players against the Timberwolves. And uh, our guy, Bobby Portis, uh, he he has his own page of the book on offense, which is I'm going to shoot now, which was mixed results. On defense, though, not a great showing from Bobby Portis, which, and again, it's his first game back. Neither of these guys got down stocks. Rodney Hood didn't get one either in his return to action, just because let's give him some time to knock the rust off. It's unfair. It's unfair. But I want to get to the second thing we have listed here. Just are the Bucks too small? Do the Bucks need another big? Because I I know Portis was rusty. We're not saying he's, he's terrible. He's not. He's a good player. I kind of was won over as the season went on that maybe he's not a center. Maybe he's better as a four, even though he does have, I think, the height to be a center. Defensively, he's just not it doing anything but switching, which essentially means you're a four, right? I mean, if you could play center defense, then you could drop or do something else. Bobby can't drop. It's a disaster every time. They tried it again. It doesn't work. He's not good at it. I think they do need another backup big, and Adam has just been nodding vigorously, so we'll throw to you first. But I, I know you said this, I think, more – you were at least firmer on this early than anyone else. I'm guessing your mind has not changed that the Bucks are one true big short. Uh, I've probably said this. We did talk about this year and night too, but I think I've probably – Jordan could attest to said on oh, every season. podcast for about two months now. <laughs> it's like it's it's very obvious it's the hole in the roster. Very, very obvious. Bobby, sure, he can play there. That's not ideal. I still very strongly feel this is not something we want Giannis to have to do a lot of this year. I know he even talked up after the game. He thinks there's a lot of benefits to getting more practice in it, getting some reps. I don't disagree with that, but there's a certain point then where it's time to be like, okay, we don't need you doing that all the time. We don't need you going up against Carl Anthony Towns. You know, it's he has a tough enough time as it is with all of the attention he's going to get seeing as many guys as he did. And I can't really remember too many occasions where it seemed like he, it was him against four opponents as it was um, last night against the Timberwolves. But there's just a glaring, glaring need for someone on this roster who not even necessarily to rebound, but to, as Brooke does so well, to put a body on someone so the rest of the team can come in and clean up. It, it is really, really rough. The, I, I even felt watching the broadcast First of all, the broadcast is great. Lisa Byington, I don't, I don't know if we talked about it. She's fantastic. And her and Marcus already, you can hear it. Seamless. It's going to be like the best pairing in the NBA. So that is absolutely incredible, considering how good Paschke was, how much we all loved him, and how long he had been there to start a new season. And not to be feeling like, God, yeah, this is this is fine, but wouldn't it be better if he was here? All credit to Lisa Byington and to Marcus. I haven't felt that yet, but on the broadcast, I I thought a lot of the talk was kind of obviously going to the books weren't getting a lot of offense. They had a one man offense very much in terms of Giannis was playing the wolves on himself for a lot of the game. And while the wolves were pouring in shots, the books were making a lot. And I was just looking at the scoreboard as the game progressed and the game progressed. I'm like, the scoring isn't the problem. You know, if you're, 
They scored 34 points in a first quarter. Giving up 44 points, that's the issue. And mm. that's when you, you're not preventing second chance opportunities, when you're not offering the kind of resistance that usually you would at the rim. It's it's even it's just a tough spot, I think, generally for the Bucks, who are so used to funneling towards the rim for Brooke, and then you've got Giannis on the weak side. When you've only got Giannis and you've got some of the other players out there, there's not as much to go on. I mean, is Jordan Ward a second best shot blocker currently healthy on the roster? He probably is. I didn't know that like 10 days ago. Um, Grace Allen's probably in in the mix too. But I I just think there's there's no doubt about it. And even on offense, they could probably do it a little bit more. But it's interesting seeing some of the combinations they're putting out there. But even for stuff like pick and roll and setting screens, like I think it's noticeable when Tanasis comes into the game. If you're asking Tanasis to set a screen, he's going to go and set the screen. And they actually got some better looks. He had a nice pick and roll. Might have been with Grayson. Can't remember who exactly finished in an easy dunk for him. Justin Robinson. Was it Justin Robinson? Mm. Um, That's just, again, an example of... It's not even necessarily the kind of thing we see from Brooke a lot, but it's just an example of something that the books are lacking because it's it's just a big... like Ideally, they get a center. They get a center who works well. I would take another kind of strong power forward who's just going to soak up some minutes... I don't think that's the ideal, but that would be better than what they have right now. They just need more big bodies who can play, who can offer something. But the ideal is that you get someone with real size who's going to help you, one, protect the rim, two, box out. And from there, then the team is set up to do the rest of it. But it's it's not a new concern. It's what we've had for a long time. Like, Brooke is the linchpin of this team. We've said it for years. Like, this whole defense, now through various forms, has kind of been built around him, funneling to him. We've, he's always been when it's like, are they going to switch? He becomes the the main topic of conversation. It's all kind of dictated by him, what he does, the kind of player he's become with the books. And not having someone to approximate that in his absence is an issue. And the books aren't blind to this. I think there is a reason they literally went and got his twin brother a couple of years ago to be like, well, this is really good, but what happens if he misses some time? Let's get the player closest in style to him in the NBA. And then they moved away from that. And I don't think any of us were quite sure at the time. Like Robin's playoff just kind of, I don't know, being excised from the roster in the bubble didn't make a lot of sense at the time. They decided to go a different direction. I think they may need to think about kind of a best of both worlds between those two approaches at this point, though. I think the problem with that is like they were fine with going away from having another guy because Brooke just never missed any time. He was never out of the, uh, never out with injury, never missing any time. This is the first time really in his entire Bucks career that he's missed an extended period of time. So it's never really been an issue in the past, which is why all of these problems are coming to the forefront. Now that Brooke is near, what's the say? You don't know how much you uh, miss them until they're gone sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what's going on with Brooke Lopez. So this is why it's like, Robin Lopez is a great example because he's too good to be a break glass in case of emergency center, right? Like that's why he was able to get like a mid-level exception deal two years in a row because he's too good for that. Now they need to sort of see if they can get someone in between, which is tough because that's a really, really tough line to sort of walk. Especially now after free agency, when most players are already signed, I think it's something that probably should have been looked at closer in the off season. And I agree with you, Rohan, that I think, I don't think they need a Robin Lopez. Who's going to play 
15 minutes a night when everyone is healthy. I think they need an emergency guy because look, even in this game, I don't think Giannis was incredible defensively. He was certainly incredible offensively. And we're going to talk about Giannis more on this pod, but they won his minutes by nine in a game that they lost by five. Like that he was good enough. They were good enough with him at center to be really good. Part of that is just, he's amazing and covers up for a lot, but it's the minutes when he was off, when they had no size and when he was off and Towns was on, Pat Cotted and trying his best. They also were way too willing to switch out on the perimeter. I think they just didn't want Towns to shoot threes, but they were giving Towns some really way too easy matchups. I don't think would have happened if they cared more about the game, quite honestly. But I, they, they need someone who, oh, Brooke is out. Now you're going to play 20 minutes a night or whatever it is. I don't think they need an everyday player. And I, I don't. I don't think they need another guy who can play at the four either. I actually feel like they might not even have too many of those. And this, like, they got Bobby. They got Chemi, who we'll see. War is kind of that. Thanasis is kind of that. Rodney Hood is almost that. I mean, Sandman. Chris, Sandman. Chris. Pat C. plays some four. Like, they have a lot of guys who I'm comfortable with at the four. The problem is they only have two guys who I'm comfortable with at the five. And when one of them's hurt, that's just not enough minutes at center. So I agree, like. Someone who can just come in and play. I I need so little offensively from this player. Like roll to the rim. That's all I need. I don't need. You don't have to, you have to be. I like I like bigs you can pass, but I'm realistic. I don't know how much you're gonna find. I don't need a mid range game. Like a good defender who can roll to the rim and finish if the defense goes after the other player. That would do me just fine. I hope so there's someone like that out there. Someone who potentially has a hook shot. I would I would kill. Listen, Dante for Robin Lopez. I put it out there yesterday. No, 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 no I think no, he's no. talking about John, oh, John Henson. Yeah. Uh, honestly, Hunt. it's it's as good an option as anyone. Um, he's one of the few centers I could think of that's just like, I don't know, though. Is he kind of semi-retired? I, I He hasn't played since the 20 – or no, he played with the Knicks like briefly last year. He, ha- he hasn't played, and this is not the most scientific way of judging it. And, you know, I might actually respect him more for it. He's not a like show your work on Instagram kind of guy. If he's if he's still like really kind of into the grind day to day working for the opportunity back, I, I don't know if I've necessarily noticed that. Um, but there aren't a lot of options out there, and I I don't disagree on the four side of it type. But I, I part of my reason for saying that is I think the books are in a spot where they can't get too choosy because I really don't. There are like barely a handful of centers out there, and. Even like John Hansen, yeah, as an example, John Hansen is, it's been a while, you know, it's been a while. What does that look like? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It might be, you know, I think the number 77 is available. I'm just saying. Yeah. Just a little bit. Oh, you're talking about Ursan? I'm not talking about Ursan. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, I just don't know. I think Ty was going J-O-B. I was. Yeah, that's what I, was I, was like, I think no, they're no, both no, a little no, too small, no, honestly. I'm t- well, honestly, I would have, I personally would have kept J-O-B, and I said this from the moment he was signed, and uh, I kind of think you all disagree to me in thinking it's the way they would go, but to me, I was like, this is they need that guy they need someone who's going to do that so as much as we all hoped i really thought they would keep him around and they showed very little interest in that so i've got a list of names i've got a list of names i've got a list in front of me and it's not good far away how bad do we think aaron baines is now he he can't play he's in a really oh yeah nerve issue oh that's right if Aaron Baines could play, Aaron Baines is probably a book like three days ago. Bismack he Biombo. also would be in the league. God, no. I said this name. I had, I had Twitter alerts on for Biz for a while. I really thought they were going to do it at one point. Oh. I, 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 sorry, Biz. That was I a dark time. I unsubscribed from the Twitter alerts. Felicio? Maybe if they don't pay him $8 million a year like Chicago did? It's not a good list. It's not, Boogie is like... No, it's a no for me. Uh, you know what? I think Boogie might be no, no, probably the no, best option. No, he is the best option. No, it's not he's a good not. option. Isn't, isn't, he, isn't Harry Giles unsigned? But he's kind of a four to five. That's my point. I think That's he's where... a better defensive five than Boogie Cousins. You don't have to sell me on Harry Giles. I've literally been screaming this to the rooftops for years. I don't, I don't know if that would necessarily work, but I, I think it's like it's a really interesting flyer, particularly if you are going to say to him, we just want you for the moment, focus on being a role player, focus on rolling to the rim, focus on getting out in transition. I don't know if he can get out in transition anymore is the issue. I think, I think he can. I think he can in, you're not going to ask him to do it for 30 minutes a game necessarily, but I I do think he can do some of that. I, I think that's, that's the more interesting kind of approach. But there, there isn't a lot there. Like I have a G League name I really like. Who's on this list? Go on. Norvell Pell can play. Ever since yeah, I he... saw him in Osh- Norvell Pell, I think is an NBA player. Probably the best name we've said so far, in my opinion. Like, is an he even had some good officer. games with the Sixers, right? Yeah, yeah. He please played in the NBA a little bit. He's certainly not proven, but like I would rather go with someone like that, or even. Um, the uh, Justin Patton, who was on the herd for a little bit, and now I think is on a different G League team. I'd rather try somebody like that than Boogie Cousins at this point. Plus, but it's, like it's we've cheaper seen on the luxury De- tax, so we've seen Demarcus have like relative, relative playoff success, like last season. But no, I, did, I want defense though. I don't, I don't buy. He's, I don't think he ever really did anything there. I, I mean, like I'll take, I'll take someone who's proven to be good at least at something. Eh. You know, rather than yeah, I mean, taking I see what you're a saying. flyer at someone who's not shown. I'm not saying it would end poorly. I'm saying 
I, I, I want to have someone who's actually shown the ability to succeed in the league. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I, I, I hear you. I mean, on that, that brings us to like someone who is on this list and I think has shown the ability to do some stuff in the league, but for different Larry reasons. No, I was not thinking of Larry Sanders. I don't think they put him on lists anymore. I, <laughs> um, Myers Leonard is not someone no, I particularly want around. No, don't want to do that. No, no, no. Absolutely but not. But if, you, if you're talking like the pool of guys, if the books decide to think the way you just described, Rohan, he's going to be on a short list. Now they should be staying no, away not. from that. Uh, I don't. I don't know Trump. if he's ever going to get signed again. Easy to know he is not, especially with the Bucks. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I understand your point completely, but I'm saying we saw some. We saw a deal they made last year. Someone was not the focus of the deal, but they made a deal, and they uh, they were in no rush to cut ties with, with a certain player. It happened eventually. I, I wonder what level of pragmatism, particularly, I mean, the key question here is like, are we talking a few days? Or are we talking a few weeks? Or, you know, is this something that could be an issue for Brooke all seasons? Like what did the well, books themselves think? That's one point I wanted to make earlier. That's, Go ahead, Jordan. Well, I was going to say, that's the thing is, I mean, this is going to be an issue all year long. It's not just Brooke. It's, I mean, Drew's, it's not, it's been a week and they've said, oh, he's sprained his ankle. He's had a groin injury and he left. You had a groin injury? Yeah, that I that was news to me. Or Bud said something about like he had like some growing tightness or something like that. And he left the Nets game with what? A heel contusion? Yep. So like we're already being put to the test with like two of their starters and two of their probably, I'm not discrediting Giannis or Chris and what they do defensively, but like it starts with Brooke and how they're like whole, as we talked about, like their whole defensive scheme, just having an on ball defender, like drew holiday, who can, you know, if he would have played last night, he would have been on D'Angelo Russell. He would have been on Anthony Edwards, maybe a little bit on Carl Anthony Towns. Like he's just that versatile and malleable. I think what's frustrating is that like, this is the start of it. And, you know, I think they're going to probably, I mean, especially with this kind of scare, they're going to probably pace these guys a little bit more in terms of like, they'll know which days they'll have them go, which days they won't. And, you know, Brooke is, has been able to avoid the injury bug for a long time, ever since his foot troubles earlier in his career, but he's still, you know, 33, 34, right? Yeah. It's going to catch up. It's going to catch up. Yeah. It's, and he has been, I'll just go ahead. Sorry. No, he he has been like their Iron Man to this point of the Bud era, but it's it's funny to see like how you know our biggest question going into the year, considering just how this roster was formed, was like how do they replace PJ Tucker? And now it's like, well, do they they need some more size? They clearly need more size, but they need. I mean, what Brooke does is just invaluable, and it's hard to replace in just a single swoop because. You know, he does so many little things that we often take for granted. Also, I don't think Giannis is going to play all 82. So even if Brooke is, yeah. is back and healthy, like, again, you're in this position where you have one guy you're comfortable playing at center. And Brooke is pro- Brooke is certainly going to play less minutes than Giannis has early in the season without Brooke healthy. Giannis is like 36-ish minutes and I think 36 in in the last game. I think he was a little less than that, less than that last night. But... Yeah, I mean, 
you just this this position where you only have one guy you really trust at the five. I just think is is tenuous. I think you can get through it a night here or there, but I think based on the season so far, you know, I'm hopeful we won't see six guys out anymore. You never know, but I just think you need to be more prepared than in years past after the longest playoff run, the extra work for Drew and Chris. Like you're just gonna need nights off. Like this is probably the worst year to not have the backup center. You know, you could have. You, they did get by in, in 18-19. The, they had Robin the one year. After that, though. They well, just, even like beyond that, they had Christian Wood. Yeah. Like, I know he didn't play that much, but they even had Dragon Bender. Like, he played a couple of games that year. Like, you don't they just don't have those options. Dra- another free agent. Although, Is he? He's probably under contract over. I think he yeah. is. I think is Tel Aviv still. Or, <clears throat> they'll buy out, guys. He is. I'm actually. I'm watching Dragon Bender play later tonight. Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> um, so NBA. Jaleel Okafor is someone who is on the list there. That was like he's maybe he's got size. Yeah, I mean, listen. If they made Bobby Portis work, I I think they. If could we're do taking it. washed up big guys and taking Boogie over. No, I'm out. Mm, just well, out. we don't know on that. Um, really sad to me that Derek Favors has a player option for the year after this one because he would have been the best possible buyout guy. And the Thunder are refusing to play him more than like 15 minutes a game because they're trying the really hard to lose. Yeah, uh, and he's Mike, like their only vet. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mike Muscala is the other one. Um, oh, that's fair. But uh, he's also on a two-year deal. I'm guessing it's not guaranteed. He's recently signed too, so they probably didn't sign him to buy him. Don out, Maker. Although, no, no, Tom Maker's no, under contract. No. So anyway, good. Hopwell Jerusalem. I um, I'm, I tweeted this. I have no interest in Bull Bull 1.0. I'm good. Not Ooh. a center. So is Bull Bull 2.0? Like, he like, did a uh, Bull Bull is like 1.1. 1. 1. He did ask for a trade request, I think, Bull Bull, by liking did someone's he? Yeah, tweet. he did. Yeah. Why, he why, really, why get Bull Bull 1.0 when you can just have Bull Bull? Yeah, Tom does not want to come back to play a bench role. We know this. So. He's going to start somewhere. Him and, him and Miritich, they want to take the last shot and bigger <laughs> roles elsewhere. No one, say, no one say Miritich seriously, by the way. No. I Absolutely. might stop watching. I think he's done. He's done in the NBA. Yeah, he's well. Yeah, no. he doesn't want to be there. He's tearing up Euroleague, and he's like, Marcus "Great, I'm, I'm I'm the man over here." I, I would have made I that would, phone call I to Marcus. Kill Hall. for I don't think he wants to do it. I would kill. No, he doesn't. But I, I would have made the phone call. Like, is he playing? No. I well, I bet. I bet. Him I don't know if he because there was all those like everybody's like, "Oh, he's gonna play for his hometown team." What a great story that is quiet. <laughs> Yeah, he's just a free agent. That would be, oh my god, that would be awesome. He would be, per- he's exactly what I would want. Honestly, he won't shoot the ball. I don't even care. Just do your thing defensively. And we'd probably get more pissed off than he that he wouldn't shoot. Yeah, oh for sure, for sure. He refuses to. He just doesn't care to. I, I'd be okay with it. He and Brooke, I think they'd be best friends immediately. He's also just. He's like he's my favorite kind of big guy. Yeah. yeah. Great passer. Powell liked it here. Great defender. Powell, Powell did like Powell, it here. Ring endorsement. I mean, Powell, Ooh. you put all those tweets out, but if it's not too late, Powell. What, can we bring Powell as like a developer? Oh, you want to bring Powell back? No, Powell is a coach. Sure, I'll Powell take Powell over some of the things you're saying. No, yeah, I'll but guess, guess how, do you remember how Powell got to Milwaukee? Heritage. Yes. So maybe the well is poisoned. 
a little bit. Maybe we can't I think get Pau enjoyed his time more than Meritich. It's just oh yeah. Which is I wild. mean, Pau just got to sit there and have a good time, you know? Yeah, he was on that. Remember, he hurt his foot, and then he was on that picture with <laughs> yeah, the thumbs up on like little, little yeah, at the behind the seat. Do you think Dante got that one next? I think that's Dante's uh, been scooting around. Yeah, <laughs> he's off the scooter. He's off the scooter. That's that's. The oh, I know. Oh, this timeline. For many we got this timeline, guys. Timeline. Oh, good lord. Um, but I think we all they need a big guy. They need to find one somehow. Um, they need a big guy. They're also just not going to get one. Yeah, we'll see. I think it's possible. I know. I said last pod or whatever. That they, they haven't. If done ten it, days, if ten to. days were a thing this early, they would may, maybe. I think so. Then it do it. Like, you could just get someone non guaranteed, and like I, I don't. I think they're leaving this roster spot open to save the money, and unless like Brooke is legitimately out, out, and they get that feeling soon, I don't think there's anything you can do to persuade them. And plus, I think if it is someone like we're probably looking at the wrong framework for it right now because they will wait until the G League season is a few weeks in and maybe there's a center in the G League, which there is always because you only get one or two real centers in the G League and they stand head and shoulders above the rest. And maybe in that case Quite the books literally. are like, well this is this is our guy. Um but I I really am not buying it and that does not make me very happy. The other and thing also they could do it's the beginning of the season. Sure. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. You know what they could and, do? What? I mean, for free, you can get a guy with four or less years if you open up a two-way spot. Say bye to Justin Robinson. I mean, they, I think they need him though, right? Now, right? Yeah, they need the him. Yeah, they do. He's playing. They like, need a point guard if they got rid of him. Yeah, and he's been decent. Like, I'm not going to say he's you know. He just keep him I, by I all means. I will maintain that he has ideas. He does have ideas. He was, um, he had this play during the Timberwolves game where he just like split two defenders mm. or split uh, two three point shooters trying to make a pass. It's like if you, I knew you wanted to go to one of them, and that was a great idea, but you threw it to no one, so it was a turnover. The Orlando roster with, spot kind of hurts right now. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. That's the thing with that is that's a great idea, and you like the guy you want to develop. Fine, that is the way you should do things. As long as you're not leaving an issue at another position on your roster to do that. And technically they aren't because they've another roster spot there. But if yeah. you wanted to keep a roster spot open to save money and then you have Yorgos there, so you're not going to get another center or another big, that's a problem. That is not a good or, situation. Or do you just roster. have Yorgos play the Justin Robinson emergency point guard? No. I think no. you're worse. I don't play know how him. much worse you are. Play him at center. Yes, oh, I think I'm these are the, the big brain ideas. I like. There Didn't we go. Pat get announced the center in arena in the starting lineup did he last actually? night. <laughs> I believe he did. Um, maybe Justin hmm. Robinson's not that far off then. Uh, but they need a center. Maybe they'll get one. Probably not. There's no way they ever wave <laughs> Mamu right. <laughs> I no, like they're not. We, we just not. like resigned to this fate. I mean, Brookie come back. When's their next game? Saturday. Yeah, they have a free Brookie come back now, and remedy nice. some of these issues. He could, but at least. At least, like, I take solace in the fact that there's been nothing more kind of glaring. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, they're not without Brooke and they they can't rebound. They let up. I just looked it up, too. Uh, they're the 24 second. They've only allowed one more or two other games, right? 
in the butt era, they've allowed more second chance points than last night. The re- Honestly, you know what's funny is the defense wasn't killing early. I mean, early in the game, the Timberwolves just hit everything. The defense wasn't killing me. And late, I mean, the Timberwolves, Rohan showed me this. I was couldn't believe it. They shot terribly. Like they shot sub 30% yeah. from three, two. The, the second re- half, they were, the rebound, they could have hit a lot. Though I think the Bucks offense sucked. And I think Chris still, like if you send two guys at Chris, he's just like, oh God, what are we going to do? Plus, they just, I mean, who knows if it carries them to actually like success, but like having Jared Vanderbilt, a J, or is it Jaden McDaniels or Jalen McDaniels? Yeah. Jaden's um, in Orlando, I think. That's right. Um, who's the other? I mean, Anthony Edwards is like, those are long guys. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, they're, you could just tell like they're trying to be like the Raptors. I mean, Finch comes with the Raptors too, but like just having length and just like it can cover so much ground. Like, it Even looks, someone like a, a Kogi, the kind of the tenacious perimeter defender. He, I didn't think about that play. That's a good comparison, Jordan. Yes, yeah, so they're like they can be the team team. in the West who has a bunch of guys who their fans say are next up, and they never win more than thirty games. It's a great legacy to uphold. Which one's OG? Uh, probably McDaniel. McDaniel's. No, Ant is good. McDaniel's. No. Yeah, McDaniel's yeah. is the OG. Theoretically, I think Jimmy Daniels is going to be a really offense. good defender, though. <laughs> so, already, he, already he bottled up Chris pretty good last night. Yeah, he did. Um, but the rebounding is really what killed me, even more than the defense. I thought yeah. the defense was third on my list. I thought the offense hurt my eyes. It was just like Giannis made something work, and they just did nothing. It didn't help that they were ice cold. Uh, they they had generated some better shots. On a normal shooting game, they don't look so bad offensively. The rebounding is where you miss Brooke the most because, I mean – these little six, seven guys are just slithering in everywhere and grabbing every rebound. It's just like, I hate watching games like that when it's your team. Like it's the most frustrating because you finally, they finally stop hitting 70% of their shots. They literally shot 68% in the first quarter. And now they're getting two chances at all of them. Cause nobody can grab a rebound outside of Giannis, who I think had 16 boards in that game. Yep, and yep. No, nobody else did, did anything really. I mean, this is another game where, like, Chris, if you're the four, you need more than five rebounds in 34 minutes. Like, you just – you have to do more in that end, and it just didn't happen. Very disappointing Chris Middleton game. I think six, eight, San- six, Sandro is a better option for rebounding than some of the guys that are out there. Yeah. I I, I don't think they brought him back, did they? He said – No, they not, did. he was on the bench. It does say – It does say both, both, decision, so. both him and – um. Yeah, uh, they, they were on the bench. There, I think they were just there for the start of training camp because it was at Mark yeah. Richard. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think I saw them get recalled. But they I just took an Uber to yes. Mark Marquette's. <laughs> can like walk. He, he, he's gonna <laughs> yeah, get. That's true. They can walk. Simon's gonna get out muscled and pushed around and stuff, going for rebounds. But kind of early games, he's got an intensity, like a nose sort of ball where he wants to go and get it. And there were a few. Pat had Pat is generally a good rebounder, but there were definitely a couple last night. He actually. Two two. It was a really not, bad not pack good game. For Uncharacteristically bad pack game. Um, Although, Chemi too, though. Ball going through his hands. Yeah. It's like you just need someone to want to get there, get the ball, and let's get going, which I, is kind of what the books are generally good at, aside from it, it. part of it last night. It's like, yeah, Brooke could have been there boxing out for some of those guys. I'm still not sure they would have got their hands on the ball. Bobby lost a, a couple kind of weird too. Night. It was, yeah, it was a really odd night. And I thought um, he's just not a, not a fun game. I'm worried about... Mamu's minutes now that Bobby Portis is back because I feel like yeah, they're gone. They just look at Bobby <laughs> Portis as like what they hope Mamu could potentially be like five years from now. And that's a really good outcome. That would be an amazing outcome. But it's I mean, it's fine if he's going to play for the herd all the time yeah, and he does I, well I there. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. 
And again, I mean, they're going to need emergency replacements probably as we've seen. So he'll be around for that too. Let's talk about Giannis. I know Adam, you had said we should talk about Giannis. I think it's generally a good idea to talk about Giannis. He's not, not bad. Uh, the one nice part of the loss was the 40, 16 and seven he put up with three blocks on 15 for 23 from the field and three for six from deep. Somebody tweeted, Oh, we're not talking about the Giannis shooting anymore. And I think Giannis read it and tweets again. I know. I know. It's a bad habit, but Adam, go ahead. Talk about Giannis. Let's, this is the, this is a, a, let's have a more fun conversation. But he's just really good, isn't he? I don't know if anyone had this conversation before, but Giannis just ask really Anthony good. Edwards. Uh, Anthony Edwards <laughs> gave a great, great quote on Giannis, which he's, you could trust him oh to do. Oh, God, yeah. Um, I, I think Giannis gave the best quote, though. I, I don't know if you saw this. I tweeted out earlier he, in his um, his extensive kind of post-game press conference, among things. I mean, I think the books chose to package it with something that was interesting, which was him kind of, making a direct play to the camera being like, Brooke, I don't know where you are. Are you at home? We need your rebounding. You know, I need your help. Get back out here, which that was interesting. Um, but he has had a line in there about it was, he was asked about Bud kind of really going at him. I think it was in the third quarter, yeah. how he feels like that, how he responds to that. And he was saying, look, that's exactly what he wants. He's spoken with Bud about it lots of times. He wants to be treated like anyone else. He wants to be coached. He wants to improve. Mm-hmm. And the way in typically Anna's fashion, where he just he just chops bars, basically. Just, he doesn't, he can't but come out with a line where you're like, oh my God, this guy. He says, I don't want to progress. I want to ascend. And I was just like, this guy. This guy is amazing. Like you watch the game he had, and it's kind of like he was fighting them on his own and it matters less than ever like anthony edwards spoke to that but it, it matters less than ever it's like okay there's four guys so this shot is literally impossible i'm gonna shoot it anyway because i'm just gonna get the rebound and dunk it and it's he is on another plane completely this is part of the reason why i really want to be because i just i am concerned about Giannis getting burned out in some way. He was clearly feeling it too. Yeah. One, just with Drew and Brooke out, he's having to play more than you might like to. I mean, his minutes aren't out of control. They're being pretty kind of safe and responsible with that. 35 last night. Yeah, but you could you could be playing him less, like if, if those guys are there. And certainly you could be just taking him out of some of the kind of more combative stuff too. So I, I just thought a completely kind of a controlled performance in terms of he knows what's within his kind of his realm of control. Wait, so wait, not wait. all the shot attempts, not all of that was actually something where you're like, oh, that's a great decision. But it doesn't matter because he's like, okay, well, I can do this and I know what I can do next. Also, I know it's shooting, we talked about coming into the season and it's been hit and miss to start, but some of those shots, he pulled up from deep for one of those trees. And it's like, okay, there is a thing where he clicks into confidence right now when he's stepping into those. They are a little bit different. You can't, you can't just, you can't tease the Anthony Edwards on Giannis quote multiple times and not read it. I, I was trying to buy quote. time for someone to get it. Oh, I thought you oh. had it. Oh, right. no, I, I already had Giannis. I have, I have That's why I was, theory. I kept saying it. I have a conspiracy theory. What's I, your conspiracy? Maybe theory? it's not. Maybe this is just accepted fact. I don't think he meant to make the shot when it like hits off glass and he gets to rebound within four guys and dunked mm. it. The speed with which the dunk happened, I mean, I know he's a superhuman. To me, it looked like kind of a plan. 
That's are, are, yeah. are we, are we assuming that he tried to make the shot? I, I, think I thought he was going off glass to himself all the time. I think that's what Marcus even said at the broadcast. Too. Marcus he could see the angle. Him. It's just he hits it so hard that it's like, oh, it's more of like the Tracy McGrady in the All-Star game, you know, off the backboard. And but slam it, right? I think the point of that is, and what makes him so special, is he doesn't have to think about that. It's not <laughs> like he's just like, well, I'm just going to put this ball up there and yeah. If it goes in, that's great. If it doesn't, I'm going to get it. Like, yeah, that's fair. The, the way that we have to process that, and it's like, am I trying to play it to myself? Am I trying to shoot? Giannis is just like, I'm in traffic. There's bodies everywhere. Let's put this up. Maybe I get fouled. Maybe it goes in. If neither happens, well, I'm just going to go and get it myself anyway. And that's kind of the way he was playing. I was like, we're just like, what? What do you do about that? Okay, I have the quote here. If you guys want it, yes. Uh, Anthony Edwards on Giannis. I, I have to. I have to. Sensor some stuff. Uh, MF for 7'2", 280 pounds. Shoot, we put four people on him and he'll still score the ball. <laughs> I love Anthony Edwards, man. I couldn't even be He's that so mad good. if they won. Like, I feel like he alone, I think I've, I've appreciated Towns more. I feel like Ant alone has made me be like, I can re- How can you hate Anthony yeah, Edwards? I mean, yeah. oh. When he scored on Chris late to basically ice the game, I was like mad, but I was also like, this guy oh, Ant is up this year. Yeah. Okay, like he's just going to do this a lot. I think. I don't think this is an isolated incident just to the Bucks anymore. Do you have the full quote wrong? Because there is more to it than that. I can't find it right now. I have it now. I can pick up. Okay, where you want thank you. Um, shoot again. I'm censoring some stuff here. We put four people on him, and he'll still score the ball. I was telling Leo, I'm like, bro, I ain't never seen nothing like it. We can put like four people on. He might miss it, jump right back up, and dunk that ball we'll say there's nothing you can do about it him scoring the ball it doesn't amaze none of us this is what he do i can't say we contained him he went for 40 the game plan was to not let him beat us and we came out victorious he's amazing there's nothing i can say about him he's unstoppable and didn't did towns do a jersey swap did i see that right or something he did yeah which Giannis no said he photo wanted up, towns so jersey it's like a, for his a legit jersey swap what'd you say adam Yana said he was asked about after the game and he said, I'm a collector. I collect jerseys. I collect cards. He said, Tanasis had already got uh, Anthony <laughs> Edwards jersey. So what? he said, yeah. Oh, at, right after so, the game? Right after the oh, game. I thought you meant at a previous game. I was like, when did this oh, happen? No. Uh, the way I read it was that, or not even read it because I watched Yana say it, it seemed like he maybe would have looked to swap with Anthony Edwards, but Tanasis <laughs> beat him to it. So he was like, okay, hey, Kat, can we can we swap jerseys? But yeah, he talked about, he says he's big into collecting cards now and he's big into collecting jerseys. So it's like, oh, that's All cool. I relate. Giannis also said to, to Kat, see you soon. Uh, yeah. I want to recruit <laughs> We're looking like, for a, the whole Timberwolves. We're looking for a big. Let the Wolves fans have this. Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah. I, there's certain franchises that I don't want to flip that in its head and do that to. The, the, I mean, the Wolves have had about as miserable a time as anyone for a very long time. Yeah. Even their great season, it ended with Jimmy Brother doing everything that he did. This, you know, this is how we know that Bucks fans even are just. We're so fed up with this from all the years because <laughs> I mentioned about the Bucks getting Carl Anthony Towns. You guys are like, come on. 
Let Wolves fans out. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. What are you doing? I, <laughs> yeah, do but, I mean, it, it, like I, you mentioned that. I think even this year, like they're coming in. It's like, okay, Anthony Edwards is going to go in. We've got Kat. There's kind of, there's an interesting roster. All of those kind of young defenders we talked about earlier. It's like the season's about to start and you get the whole Gersabrosis thing. Like, yeah, it's, they just cannot get a chance to have an actual run at something. I think they've got a good coach now too. So if in theory, it, like, they A-Rod should. might be their owner. If he, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird team. Isn't he already? He is, no, but it's it's, it's like not, an agreement. Though. It's not actually officially handed over. Oh, it's yeah. a weird. That's weird. Yeah. Exactly. It's the Timberwolves. It's yes. It's a very Timberwolves way of doing things. Giannis now up to thirty five percent from deep on the season. Very early. Let's go. Very early, but. That I feel like that's around the number we all said. Like, oh, if he hits that many, even my my number of person has always been if he ever is consistently like thirty seven percent. There's just nothing you can do at that point. Thirty seven percent is like okay. Thirty five percent is still probably good enough, though. That's almost well, Shemi Ojale on catch and shoot three numbers. Oh. <laughs> um, I'll just skip past that very quickly. Thirty five percent with seventy three and a half percent from the free throw line. Yeah, that's, that's the big one. Yep. That's the combo. Like if the two of those are just raised to that kind of level all around, it becomes completely unstoppable. Also, six point six assists, which yes, it's five games, but uh, he's never averaged over six hmm. in a season. Ooh, I like that. He should have had believe- way more than seven. Against the Wolves, <laughs> every game, yeah. every game, I feel like he's been shortchanged because they're just not hitting shots. I mean, if you look at the three point, Grayson's at thirty two, Chris is at twenty five, and they're taking a combined like fourteen threes per game or something. Like if some and Pat is dropped down to thirty six after last night. If some of the high volume guys were hitting more, he'd have way more assists early this season because he has been spraying good passes. His pass, like we, yes, his passing, like when we talk about him ascending. That is one of the main takeaways yep. from this. Like I know Nikias Duncan was tweeting like some clips of this earlier this morning where he's just like, he's not only just looking off like defenders. Now he's looking off like two passes away defenders. Like there was a play against the wolves where <clears throat> I believe it was, it was the first made bucket of the game. Where Pat, uh, Pat Hansen hit a corner three for the bucks. Uh, sort of Giannis was at the top and he was sort of looking at Pat in the corner and then threw the ball right to Grayson on the wing, who gave it to Pat for a wide open three. Because the defenders were already going towards Pat. Then they had to redirect to go to Grayson, who, again, we talked about uh, on our last pod, is a real shooting threat, not just a driving threat, a shooting threat. So they had to collapse to Grayson, which leads to Pat having a wide open three. It's just, it's a different level of passing that we're seeing from Giannis this season. And it's, it's, it's incredible. He has... 55 potential assists through five games, which is fifth in the league in terms of total potential assists, but only 22 of them have actually become assists because the player made the shot with, without doing the math, it looks like one of the worst ratios for guys up this high. Cole Anthony's is pretty bad too. The magic stink, but a lot of these players are like more than half of them convert. Giannis, not so much. So again, if the Bucks start shooting hotter, I think he could have even more assists per game. Although this is, a high number for him. Do we have any more Giannis or Bucks thoughts before we do a little bit on the Wisconsin herd? I've got I got a prediction. Oh. Is Ooh. it a score prediction? Is this a Rohan thing or no? <laughs> you didn't have to say that disgusting. Yeah, now, now you know now how disgusted I am by that. Disgusted. 
No, that's the school strategy. Yeah, that's different. That's different. Um, I think Giannis will be scoring later this year. Ooh, that's it's, it's, tough. It's but it's one of the things. It's one of the only things missing on his resume now. So I think with the way he works, he will have thought about that. And I see no reason why. I think 31, 32 mm. points per game. Uh, I can see it this year. I, I don't even think he needs to play the kind of minutes that he probably won't play. I think it's there for him. I'm listen. I'm banking all of those sounds of doubt in my ears. I'm going we'll, we'll visit them at the end of the season. Bank them up. I don't. I don't like it. I think well, it might be Steph again. It might be Steph again. But it's, yes. Do you know who's even? He's not even leading. I do. do you know who's John, leading? I have it. John Morant is leading. I don't think that holds. I think he'll get tired eventually. Oh yeah, I mean he also might miss games too. Yeah, he's just a KD very... might have to. Yeah, the way Harden looks, KD's it, gonna have to score thirty-five a night. Yeah, it'll be six-six, and you know, just try to bait fouls all the time. I mean, can we? Yeah, I, I got called stuff. out for being too early on putting. Th- th- there was his worst start through four. He also, games. he also admitted and, that he's not a hundred percent from his hamstring injury. Jesus. Yeah. Which is like not, dude, I don't understand why teams are doing this. Like the Embiid quote too that he apparently told Ramona Shelburne and he couldn't walk for two days after his game against the Pelicans. Why are these guys playing in October? I get, I get why the Sixers are doing that though. I mean, I it's not it's, a good reason, I, but they're it, they're I trying to pretend that like they're still a capable team. Embiid's prime. Let's see if but, we can. But they also don't too. have they don't have the greatest medical staff either. They it's don't have the greatest well medical doc- staff. Documented, but they're they're. Let's say they don't Desperate. have a whole lot of leverage in some other situations at the moment. It does not improve if Joel Embiid is injured and they're getting their playoff odds. Is that what is that what you're going to say? That also <laughs> that also applies, Jordan. It, I don't think it helps for playoff odds. Is, uh, is this the worst situation that. that any team is in right now in the NBA? Yeah. Serious question, which is yep. hard to do with a legit MVP candidate on the roster. I don't. It's, know. It's I feel like if impressive. I thought of that, we'll find another one. I mean, Maybe. it's that's it's, a good way of putting it. It's impressive to be making this much of a mess it, of the situation that they had. That they could be in the conversation for like, how, what is their possible best case outlook over the next five years? They flip Ben for a star and win a title, I guess. At least yeah. they could flip him, though. I mean, we they can't could. say that about Kyrie. Yeah, but they, at least they. I mean, the Nets. I think could still if Harden they gets still, to the form, they, they could, could still be, win. They could still win the title, <laughs> regardless. Do you think I Kyrie think is coming? Yeah, I think they could. Yeah. It's possible. It's mm. more possible than the Sixers without Ben. The yeah, but they. I mean, they have. They're in the same boat as the Bucks were last year. Like they, they made that trade for Harden. If he's not, I mean, he's already an older player. He has a yeah. lot of miles. But the on thing, his. he's he's out of shape. This happens with Harden every season. He comes into but camp out of shape. And he usually gets. He usually. Is on this the downturn is, at the, the end. Longest, of this is the longest he right? he's been bad to start the year since he was coming off the bench in OKC. Well, he's yeah. never is, started this slow since he the last time he had that few free throw attempts through his first OKC. five games is when he's coming off the bench in OKC. So that is your issue. He's a guy who has he's obviously one of the greatest shot makers the NBA has ever seen. There's but a he snowball has, effect right now. Sure, he he has made his career out of his ability to get to the line, and that's what gets him going. That's what gives him rhythm, and he's not getting that anymore. Also, we'll, like out of we'll shape, see him get into a rhythm. Out of shape, a ton of miles over the last few years because and refused to ever give up the ball at any point in Houston. And if you can't practice with new the new rules, because he had his hamstring injury, he didn't play for Team USA. 
Rancid, it was literally a month after their Nets or the Nets season. He ended. had initially he had committed to yeah, it. Yeah, he committed surprising. to it. Yeah. <laughs> but like he I don't know. I just there's a lot of it's concerning. I mean, there's, it's, it's concerning, I, but Jordan is Jordan's getting to ready to write them off. I yes. I know when Jordan I'm, goes, I'm he's right. They're the Celtics yeah. to Jordan now. Also, uh, Ky- yeah. Kyrie could still just show up at some point too. Uh, they're, yeah. they're they're dangerous until unless KD leaves. Like, it's just, what is he? Uh, does I, it help when Kyrie shows up, or yeah, does another yes. problem emerge? I mean, it, no, no. But seriously, this is it. Couldn't be worse than right now. <laughs> yeah, I think this is probably the worst I'll feel about the Nets for a while. I, not, I not actually disagree I with that. I, I what know. could Kyrie do? <laughs> He could be think? there. Like I, I, think I don't think, think he's going to be welcomed back be. into that locker room with open arms. I I think there's something there that is going to be a really difficult thing for them to overcome. Depends like, if he's in shape. If he comes in and looks great, I think they'll be like, oh, thank God. Now yeah. we can let James rest for a week like he's clearly needed to do. What kind of shape can he be in, though? His, his mental okay. muscles yeah, is he are got fully Ye- flexed. Yee's chair, is that what he's working out with? Like, I mean... <laughs> What is he's he playing, actually going he's up playing against? Backyard football. Did you see that clip? <laughs> no, I did not see that clip. I, no, he's, I just, he's just playing I, pickup football. I think the Sixers are just in such bad shape, which just it just kills me. It just brings me joy. People had declared the process successful. I don't think we're there. They haven't made a conference finals. <laughs> Less successful than the Hawks process. Yeah. That's really putting it in perspective. The Hawks have had more. And everybody killed them for than... trading Luca. Yep. Which I still think was probably not a great move. Oh. but they're making it work. Yeah. yeah. The process. Cam can be and really the Mavericks good. hired Jason Kidd. Well, that's a different <laughs> thing entirely. The process was somewhat successful, but it, it wasn't worth it. I don't think. Like they got the process was successful to get them to a point where they would have wanted to get, and they've made a complete mess of it since. Like. Yeah. I think that's the point. Like they got a really good roster and they had all the chips to make moves and they made a lot of big moves in a hurry and they got a lot of them wrong and guys that traded for left and here you are. It's like I think what like, it, I think it shows you it's it's better to build like an actual team than to just try and get the best asset possible every time because if you look at the players they actually drafted it just like it's not worth it to blow up yeah, your a lot team of whiffs. for half a decade because that's how it's always yeah. going to be. There's always going to be a lot of whiffs. So Instead of blowing up your team, maybe actually try to develop players instead of, oh, you showed something once. Not trying to murder them Goodbye, as well. goodbye for two second round picks, yeah. everyone you've ever had. So, oh, you were good. Bye. We need to keep doing the process. We need to keep – it's not worth it. You could pick five and end up with a better player than two or you could finish fifth last and end up with a better pick than the guy who finished second last. It's not worth it to do all this. They got Embiid and I guess Simmons was the second best player they've drafted this mm-hmm. whole time. And now no one wants him. And Markel Fultz and Jalil Okafor. And I don't Noel's even remember. Noel. Sarich, I Maryland. guess. Yeah, Maryland's Noel. Noel. Michael Carter-Williams. Michael Carter-Williams, who looked good, and they immediately dumped him. And granted, it worked out. But I just, it, wasn't, it wasn't worth it. None of it was worth it. Like, just be a normal team and develop and make the right moves. And you can be better without having to destroy your fan base's collective psyche. Yeah, because you've still got to make good decisions coming at the other side of it. Also, relationship building is more important than this asset fetishization that happens around the league. The teams who build good relationships have done better. Yeah, but I I don't disagree with that. You're getting fired up here. I am. I'm, uh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm not arguing with you. I don't like. <laughs> but the way I, we I talk think about the thing that's things. I think the thing that's important is 
all that matters. It's like it's fine to decide that's the way you're going to do things and to burn some bridges to get the best assets you can. My dog is having a say. He's but, yeah, he's on my side. I can feel it. No, I I mean he's he's telling you to back down. Ty. I don't I'm think pretty so. sure that's the top. <laughs> but you you get to the other side of it and you come out there. It's like you've got to make good decisions. Like if you look at OKC now, what they're doing could be great. It could be great if Sam Presti has the run of picks that like he got when he picked Durant Westbrook Harden. But that is like a once in a generation making the right decision over and over again. So you, you'll put yourself in a position to be able to do that. But actually, the hardest part of all of it is getting those calls right. I don't know. Josh Giddy looks pretty good. Yeah. And let's, see how, long, let's see how long he wants to stay there if they win 16 games a year for the next two years. I think it's I think it's better to try and be good. I know this is a hot take online these days. I think it is. Just, I think it is. You're treating it like one. For I sure. think it is. They, I had pe- people saying Sam Presti is the best GM in basketball because he has this war chest. It means nothing until you do something with it. I, could, I think he's I, he's I good because he's also done other things. Though. Yeah, I know. That- Listen, his draft record is great for sure. I'm, I'm not taking that away. But and he's doing it in the small market. Doing what? He had a long had, stretch of very, had, very, very. He had a great team. draft run. I'll, that's true. Paul George, he bi- he built the best team you could possibly build Mello. in a market like OKC yeah. at the time. Mellow at the time. Mellow. Sure. That was like five years ago. I know, but he yeah, might be the Lakers' third best player now. <laughs> the Lakers. That might say more player. about the Lakers than about Mellow at this point. It certainly, it certainly does. <laughs> yeah. um, hilarious, hilarious. Airball the game, game time three attempt last night. Mellow or Westbrook or both? Mellow. I think both. Right. I think. Oh, was it Westbrook? Yeah. He got ejected. Right. He did. Yeah. No, Westbrook hit rim. I think. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I've got nothing to say on this. I don't pay attention to non-playoff teams. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even joking. I don't like the last spot. I was like, oh, the Lakers won, did they? And it was a genuine question. It's like the Lakers are a joke. That roster is an absolute joke. Also, LeBron has missed two games now. Yeah. I think that, that to me, that's tweeting that. about Colin Sexton. Cavaliers comeback. Here we Getting go. Getting called out by the, the Squid Game director. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that was great. <laughs> I like. I thought the Squid Game director response was actually pretty fair. He just seemed genuinely hurt. Yeah, yeah. LeBron was not like, happy with being called out about something he said, which was a complete shock. He's going to read the first guy. five pages of a book about it on IG later. That's my funniest set of memes. Very specific <laughs> NBA memes. Is Le- people making fun of LeBron always being four pages into whatever book he's reading when he posted on social? He's not read any of these books. I'm not buying it. With like, if you're just going to do it for the picture, go in the middle. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. No one's going to ask. Like, like, clearly, two pages into the Malcolm X biography or the book, I don't like. No which one's going to ask. Like, oh, what do you think he of the carried first the Godfather around things? for quite a while? <laughs> yeah, he did. Like, do you think Mario the photo Puzo. person in the tunnels going to be like, oh, what do you think of the first hundred pages of this book? Like, no. <laughs> What part are you at? Uh, let's talk about the Wisconsin herd. Now that I yelled about overvaluing assets versus relationships. You've become the yelling guy. Have you noticed that? It was the response to the Drew Holiday trade that I think that broke me on this one. It just it pissed me off so bad. People, what? people, that was panned at the time. <laughs> what? When did this happen? When they traded for Drew Holiday. Were you doing, were you doing solo pods? I don't remember this. No, I was, just, I was reading what people said about it. And it's uh, like everyone, oh, it's way too many picks. It's the 2027 first. Well, oh, right. Yeah. Like, no, well, I'm no, talking no. generally, though. I mean, you find something to yell about most episodes. Huh? That's two episodes. 
in a row. This is a Shema, Shemi Ojale sample size. We got to wait. You're 100 percent for the season <laughs> so far. See the data on pods that you're on. Let's connect you're the just, dots. Are you saying something? Uh, we view Adam as a moderator. <laughs> Or an instigator. In yeah, I was, yeah, I was yeah. Heard training camp, Ross. Let's see if we yell about this. I think it's quite good. Um, I love that they brought back Jamario Jones and Leon Gilmore and Ray John Tucker, who is like right on the edge of like close to an NBA player, but hasn't shown quite enough yet. I know he got some, he technically was an NBA player last year, but certainly I expect him to dominate the G League again, like he did last year. Probably won't be able to keep him all year, quite honestly. But the name I got the most excited about. Weirdly enough, Wenyan Gabriel. I'm a huge Wenyan Gabriel guy. When when Wenyan Gabriel on the Blazers was guarding LeBron, and like, listen, they lost. He didn't stop LeBron, but I thought it was Jordan. You gonna you gotta talk about a big guy that the Bucks might need. I don't know. Uh, we'll I think he's a little too small. <laughs> he's he's like what six nine? He's six nine. Yeah, he's six only- nine, two hundred five. He's very he's on the he's slider like, side. He's a wing the books, defender. He's a wing. Defender. The book should get Jamario to go get all the rebounds. Jamario would. That's be, a good point. Jamario yeah. would probably lead this team in rebounds without Brook Lopez if he played. Even with Brook Lopez, he might. Potent- yeah, Brook Lopez would box out. Jamario would grab every board. I would have loved Jamario on a two-way contract, but I know Jordan, you do a lot of G League coverage as well. What were your thoughts on the uh, the training camp roster they released? Uh, it's very good. <laughs> you, have, <clears throat> you have the foundation of uh, their they're calling it like their championship team, which it's sad, yeah, but it's also tenuous. yeah, it yeah, makes Chase sense. Buford when we talked to him was really upset about. It. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, you got Tucker, Jones, uh, Gilmore. Uh, Trayvon Waters is going to be a good guard. I mean, he's, he's proven that already in his time in the G League. I don't even know if he's going to start, but he might be the Shannon Bogues. It's just like a really he's solid like, bench presence, at least. I think, or he, it's going to be, if Robinson's down there with them, it's they're going to, it's going to be like a Jalen Adams, Frank Mason type deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when Ian Gabriel gives him a little bit more size than they would with, you know, uh, if it was just Jamario at the five or kind of their pseudo five. I mean, there's interesting players all along the roster. I mean, Jalen LeCue, um, is it Lack or LeCue? I, I say LeCue, but I'm not sure. I would say uh, Lack. So. Lack? Well, I'm going to, if all three of you say LeCue, but I'm I'll not sure, though, honestly. Uh, the pronunciation guide on B Ball Ref says LeCue. Okay. okay. Look at you. Um, <laughs> that was terrible. Um, he's very interesting. He's only twenty years old. He came from high school. 20, came out twenty-one now. But yeah. Oh, he's twenty-one. Yeah. He can legally drink. Um, it's big in Oshkosh, actually. That's uh, that is, he's going to have a much better time than he would have last year. Uh, Lindell Wigginton, I believe, is a guy he had. I remember him. I think when he he it was undrafted, but he was kind of a. Interesting undrafted. I mean, there's just a couple different flyers that you just kind of like, oh, that's an interesting guy. Um, seeing Salmon down there, I think is going to be really good for yeah. him and his development. Um, there we go. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited. I, let's, it'll be interesting to see how it all comes together for them. And hopefully uh, we see as good of a year as we did a couple of years ago. I'm a little worried they won't be able to keep my guy Wenyan long enough. He shot 40% from three in 21 games last year with the Pelicans. 
I, I had a question, a kind of zoomed out, deeper GV question um, oh, that yeah. you guys will be better suited to answering. Is it possible that this roster is too good to start the season? If you actually want to win a G League championship, I think this roster is too good because these guys are all going to be gone and you're going to be scrabbling for replacements. But I would have said... It's just a weird thing with the G League. Jordan's going to nail it. I would have said the same thing about it two years ago. Yeah, it's still still better because then even after the call-ups, you have enough guys. Uh, You have more guys, sure. Yeah. But it's... Not everyone's going to get called up. I I bet... I would guess it... That's the thing. I would guess they get two to three throughout the season, though. But they don't always stick. Is the Sometimes it's a 10-day or something else like that. But I think Gabriel could be a two-way guy at least at some point, if not more, if someone really needs a wing. Maybe with the Bucks. But they don't need a wing is the issue. Not right now, it doesn't seem like. Um, I'll play some four. Yeah, I, I would say he's more of a four, right? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. he is. But, uh, again, it's like Portis, Jemmy, Giannis, Rodney Hood, Chris, Pat. I just don't know if they're going to need that skill Break set. Break glass in case of emergency. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think Ray John probably gets called up at some point. Um, For sure, it wouldn't surprise me. He got a call me. up with Utah last year, right? Yeah, Utah, and he, played he got called in, up, and then he, he played, played the Clippers he, too, and the six, oh, yeah. Sixers, and, yeah, right? Sixers before that, right? Went, yeah, like he's he's certainly keeps scratching and clawing his way to the NBA, and just yeah doesn't hasn't uh, come to fruition at this point. I still think Jumario is an NBA player too. I mean, I think he's so good at the G League level, but he's shown in his brief time with the Lakers. He was still rebounding like this. Like, there's usefulness yeah. for a guy like that. We'll see. I think the size Lakers would be better off with him now. They would. He would be better next Famously to Anthony Davis than DeAndre than Jordan. According to Ty. I stand by that. I think Jones. he is better than Thanasis. They're different players, but I think he's probably more useful. Um, and I, I like Leon Gilmore as well. Yep. Um, I think, I think what's really cool about what they did in, you know, obviously Chase Buford gets the job in Australia. They go with Chase and Allen, his lead assistant. Chase to Chase him. Chase to Chasen, which we got some great <laughs> – we got actually a great puns in the locker room uh, when Chase Buford was – he doesn't like when I say suspension. Away from the team for undisclosed reasons for a couple of games. Um, there was – I think Justin Patton made a very corny but funny Chase – we ch- for Chase and Chasen joke or something like that because they won the two games. But um, I think they're, they're building on the culture too by bringing back Lee – and Jamario and Ray John Tucker, who were all guys who were very liked in the locker room. And I think they'll be able to build on what they had two years ago, which I think is as important almost as the talent, because that was like a very unified group. And that's how you, yeah. instead of just being, you know, there's G League teams where it's like, oh, they have five, four or five really good players. And they're all just gunning versus these guys played like a team and they won a lot of games. I think Jamario has a lot to do with that too. Like he's a very good player who does not need to take a lot of shots to be very effective. Yeah. Going to be good. It's going to be a good show in Oshkosh. I'm excited to watch. But too long. Do you guys think the, because there's a new front office with the herd. How do you guys think that's going to affect the season? I don't think it's going to change all that much because it's guys who are there um, working with Dave Dean and and the other guys. So I I would imagine it's going to be, you know, rough. I mean, they're literally trying to run it back as much as possible. So I I don't think we're going to see, a much different approach to the to the strategy of the herd, um, but I guess I, I, one more guy I'm interested in is Delorier, who just didn't do it for me at all in preseason. But 
I know, feel bad for the things I know, <laughs> said, but they're uh, also fair. They were very strong, Talion. I mean, where he was just, he was always a guy who was clearly there for this purpose. There now was I that know. post up that just killed me. <laughs> like First your own Brent Forbes moments for me. Wasn't yeah, it? it was. It was similar to that, but I got there quicker. There was a shorter leash to be had. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. A shorter rope, I should say, but I don't know. He could, he could, he could prove me wrong. He's a youngish player. A lot of blocks yeah, in college. I hope he does. Yeah, I hope so too. I know. I always feel bad when I'm just like I don't think Javin me. listens to the podcast. Maybe. Probably not. I know, but it's my own conscious. I, Rohan, that's a good thing, Rohan. Rohan up at night, twisting and turning. Did we go too like far with the bad DeLorean things about players? I don't like it. Take it back of a Bob Pettit. Take it no, back. Sorry, Bob. Sorry, Bob. <laughs> he's, the, he's, he's the one exception. Sorry, Bob. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Love you, Bob Pettit. Uh, I'm actually coming around on Bob. Oh yeah. The more what's, the more I learn, changing your mind. Oh okay. The more I'm learning Wikipedia. about it, it's leading to a changed opinion. It's wild. Next week I'm winning six. Rowan's coming on, and Jordan and I are going to teach him about Bob Pettit. I, I'm fine with that. Three hours, twenty four minutes later, Rohan will either be entirely <laughs> broken or a Bob Pettit fan. Those are the two options. <laughs> <laughs> those really are um are we done here this has been a wild episode i think so i think i i know it was a wild episode i think we're done too okay well if adam jordan you guys don't have anything to add here as we wrap this up i'm good i'm i'm good okay well this was this is the first time the four of us have been together in a while we're gonna have mm-hmm. more of this type of content coming soon because we know you guys like the crossovers it's all over like the the reviews are always about like oh i enjoy the crossover and stuff like that so we're going to try to do this as much as possible during the regular season while also keeping euro step win and six content that's the beautiful thing about the gspn and uh time for time for some plugs well first thank you for listening to this episode of the euro step podcast network here as part of the blue wire family uh make sure you are subscribed to the youtube channel eurostep podcast network on youtube subscribe to the substack gspn.substack.com make sure you are subscribed to this feed on your podcast platform of choice leave a five-star review wherever you can and uh, just um yeah make sure you keep supporting the show five stars as always die right five stars it's got to be five. And we like them all. We do prefer Apple, but we like them all. Wherever wherever the others are that we're still trying to find. You got to show but, us because we don't know. We have no idea. If you rate us. I'll find some. I, I definitely, I know from even the old win in six days, there are definitely other platforms that give you the ups to review. Yeah, Adam will find them. Otherwise, you can send them to us. But otherwise, we'll send yeah. Adam to, to do the scouting. I meant I'd find reviews. them so you guys could go and look them up. I feel like... Uh, it backfired on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you offered. Just to um, find the places where they are, not the specific <laughs> reviews. Well, if you're going that far anyway. <laughs> it's, it's just one more step. Whatever. We'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, thank you for the, listening to this episode. Uh, go Bucks. We'll talk to you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, 
which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.